I don't know, man. Did they even fix the swimming in that game? Do you still swim like know. Sonic the Hedgehog? I've never played uh, it. I don't know. I, I honestly have like dropped that like a bad habit and haven't yeah. been back. And I threw like 400 hours of my life into that. Oh that, no! Uh, did you piece really? of hot garbage? Yeah, I my, did. I'm hurt. I did. I, so I, I played the crap out of it. Yeah. I knew it was bad when Windows asked me if I wanted to remove it, like it was one of those files. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. You know, Windows, Even Microsoft is in revolt on it. Nice. It's like that. Nice. Are you sure? Microsoft, are you sure about this program? We're detecting something sketchy here. Welcome to the party. We are looking for more your podcast for all things gaming with a focus on MMOs, RPGs, game development and gaming culture. I'm your host, Phoenix, also known as Samorg. I'm joined today by our returning party members. Welcome back. The Nathan, the Napalm. What is up, everybody? And welcome back, your Ash and Harold Daedalus. Hello, all. I know. I was like, I was like, I know. I felt like after starting with Nathan's intro, I was like, it's gonna be a little lackluster if I don't do something kind of cool for you too. So, <laughs> sweet. I appreciate you, son. Appreciate I'm like, you, Nathan. <laughs> Nate Pawn, and welcome, Daedalus. You know what I mean? It's like that <laughs> 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 kind of suck. I appreciate the promote uh, the the promo. The You're upgrade. welcome. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I just got promoted. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, Ash and Harold, man, pumping out articles for the H and stuff but you know that's an ashes of creation thing which we are got ashes on the agenda today too which i'm stoked to see what nathan thinks but as always before we dig in too far got to give a shout out to all of you supporters here uh the imperial flames on the channel who are the subscribers both on twitch youtube patreon thank you so much for keeping this community's bags packed provision stock for all adventures here on the show um speaking of the show if you want to do us a solid on this episode 80 known as geek rising which we'll talk about what that means shortly you can go over to our Twitter over at the LFM show. Check out the pinned post there at the top. You'll see all of our links to all of our places and you can click on the iTunes, go to iTunes, give us a five-star review, leave us a solid. It would be greatly appreciated. We will read those comments if you leave them right here on the show. And uh, you can call in and leave a voicemail if you'd like to at 1-539-664-6801. Now it's been two weeks. I know it's been two weeks since our last show. We're going every other week currently or something like that. You're going to get about two-ish, sometimes more, um, podcasts a month currently because, well, I am, uh, I've am i got a lot of my play right now, and that's kind of the long and short of it. Uh, this is, that's as real as it gets. This is why we kind of started a little bit later today. It's because I was... Uh, I was running a little late. Real life admin had me had me run in circles. So, but got a lot of good stuff to talk about. Everybody, I'm stoked to dig in. Um, gentlemen, how the hell you been since last time? I know it's been a couple weeks. No particular Nathan. order. <laughs> Go ahead, Daedalus. Oh no, I was just uh, not not much. I mean, I've been no life in uh, V Rising a little, uh, amongst a little? other things. A little, okay. You yeah. need to be. I might be a hundred plus hours in. You never. Yeah. yeah. I'm like you but need I'm to. Enjoying, I'm enjoying <laughs> being the Dark Overlord, at least Junior Dark Overlord. 
Daddy Day Day from my back. Daddy Day Day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's been it's been a really good experience like playing that. I've, I've gotten into survival games again. I haven't really played many, but this one is definitely one that's my jam. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, it's uh that, that game's pretty addictive. It's a good time. And I've definitely been enjoying time over there as well. Man, I mean, I'm kind of glad I'm slowing down a little bit with that game, but it's been a lot of fun. We've had a lot of people in our community playing it for a few weeks. I don't know. What is it? Two weeks now? Technically, it feels like longer. I've clocked. Yeah, yeah it's been out the 17th. So, yeah, a couple weeks. Yeah, I think I've clocked about 50-ish, uh, 52 or 53 hours. I think Daedalus is like double that easy. We got some other people who put in more. That's all I could handle, man. But I got a lot done in that time. Do you you don't so you don't feel like you're like getting to a point where the game is overish at fifty some hours? That's a good question. So like, I'm basically yeah, at the end. Frozen's play right now with this community too, and I think like there's there's a few things like there's like the end bosses bosses, and then there's like your V blood. Like this is like the people that you go and you feed on, and they're targets, and they there's different ones at different levels as you go up. I think to about eighty, and I'm in the 70s range right now, so I've got like, I think, five-ish to do before I hit that. And then after that, there's like the big baddies after that as well. Um, so I definitely feel like between what you can craft, what you can create, your, your you know, uh, plot sizes for your home and everything that you can expand. I've already expanded up to level four, uh, which is, I believe, 200 or is it 250 day let's think it's 250, 250 i think yeah right. 250 yeah tier squares, three is 150 yeah. and then it's another 100 right after that um yeah so it's i feel like i feel like at the rate i'm playing and i'm kind of slowed down a little bit i think partially because i want to i want to better pace myself i've got enough blood in my castle now to where i could take off for 15 20 days if i needed to based on the settings on the server i made it so where we could stack better because i was like we gotta have a little bit more quality of life in here um Difficulty level, I haven't messed with any of that, though, so I've left that basic. But um, I feel like I probably, if I were to play at the rate I was playing, it would probably still take me another two weeks to really, two to three weeks to probably really cover all the content if I was that diligent. But I've backed off, so I feel like I could, I feel like at the pace I'm going now, maybe, I don't know, probably like a month, a month and a half, if I, if I kind of sparingly play a little bit more. Pretty impressive. Which... They're, yeah, for twenty bucks, man. Yeah, right. What is the update data list for the game? It's like fall. They have yeah, data? they're gonna do like a. They're not planning small updates. They're doing big ones, and they're mm. planning a big content update in the fall, awesome. which I expect we're gonna have a new biome there. And they've already actually mm -hmm. in a patch recently introduced like a couple more items you can get, like cosmetic type items that you can craft. Um, I haven't figured out where to find them yet, but like. Me personally, I mean, you know how much I've been playing and like 100 plus hours in and I haven't killed all the bosses, but I'm actually enjoying just going out and like, you know, going in different areas and looking for like, you know, servant thralls and, you know, prisoners and all that, which you kind of do that to kind of mix and match and play with different builds. So I've actually had a lot of fun just doing that and exploring yeah. and then. You know, as people come off and on, like if somebody needs help going and helping them kill some of the other bosses, it's been it's been really nice. Just like relax yeah. in terms of community thing. I mean, I haven't gotten into the whole PVP scene, which I know there's that's a thing, yeah. too. But 
But the PVE part of it is, I I think, still pretty interesting just because there is some level of randomness that helps and it does kind of make it interesting too um and and challenging uh as well um which is good right it kind of gives you a healthy challenge like you always think you like you can go in and lay waste in different areas and then you like then all of a sudden you get schooled <laughs> by something really big and bad yeah so, i know yeah. right you think you're in a safe area I, you know i'm you know how i was like talking about this before, ahead of time and i was like i don't know how i'm gonna feel about it because it's isometric it it somehow works and i was like the the one thing that bums me out i know we're about to jump around a little bit here but the one thing that was bugging me is like i prefer seeing the landscape like all the landscape right like you jump into an mmorpg even some mobas are built that way you could kind of see in front of you and i think it was like in the past what was it, like the past day daedalus or whoever was it you that linked this mm-hmm. yeah a freaking mod dude where you could get the third person over the shoulder perspective i was like <gasps> yeah oh. this actually the screenshot that i have behind me is actually taken using that mod and all it does is unlock the camera it doesn't mess anything else oh, up man. you know for you and it you can like zoom in like you're you're Aww. playing an MMO. It is really nice. You see the top of your keep? Uh I you yeah, well, I mean, once you get the bat form, you can actually see the top of your keep. And I'll be honest what? with you, it's nothing anything to write oh. a poem about. Okay. <laughs> but uh but it is but it is, I mean, I, I could see like depending on what they allow with mods, I could see this having a life just as you know, much as like other like things in the genre like Valheim and you know obviously like other modded games you can do like Skyrim and stuff obviously that's been out for like forever and people put so many mods so I could totally see that being a thing with this and there's only a handful of mods now but obviously it's it's only been two weeks out so yeah yeah. that's gonna be a popular one I know I've only seen one other game that did that personally and it was uh divinity original sin 2 somebody made a mod where you could do like third person it was no way cool. i didn't yeah. even know that existed damn it's it. a cool way to play it yeah it's a oh, really good what? Way to play it. damn i kind of feel bad i didn't know about that now because i love that game i played the shit out of it for a while that's a good one Heck yeah. yeah damn man yeah so i've got to go and mod that game up and tinker with it because i'm like super stoked about that especially if it unlocks the camera and you can kind of choose the perspective because like if i'm running around the world that's like a really good perspective because you get a lot of situational awareness but if i'm like chilling out in like my keep or something or i'm like you know wanting to just like run around and build that was that would be the perspective i'd much rather have you know, oh yeah, immersion, yeah so. it, it really works and you can even like zoom in so far as it's like first person too if yeah, you cause, wanted because let's be honest like i prefer the over the shoulder right but then if you're like in a situation where you're in danger or it could be dangerous or whatever in your mmo you zoom you go to bird's eye perspective you know what i mean like you zoom that baby as far as you can so yeah yeah um, it's like it's good having the flexibility i think that's what it does because again it doesn't break anything you can like, mouse wheel zoom in and out you can use your mouse to kind of adjust the camera and it, it's really smooth so like you know hats off to the to the uh, guy that uh put that together because that was a nice little mod mm-hmm. yeah oh man can we let's talk about a little bit of the shade and and talk about some other things related to this uh oh my god this we were talking about this before we started the show dude 
Look at Nathan, man. He's oh, just. <laughs> what are they doing with the rings of power, you guys? Can can we just can what 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 is going on? Why does this article on Screen Rant, the Lord of the Rings power rings of power images reveal new look at elves, hobbits, and dwarves? Oh, it is all right. It, it is like that's like th- this <sighs> gross. It looks, it looks, it looks, it looks horrible for for Amazon, especially. It's like that for some cringe. Like, gosh, dude. Oh, my goodness, dude. It really does it it, immediately when you look at it and you don't realize rings of power or whatever. You just look at it. You're like, oh, it's like the subway late at night in New York, like with some hobos. Like, it looks so bad. Uh, (laughs) Ugh. And that's without even going into like deep lore details. Like, yes. what even are these? Because they shouldn't be hobbits, right? right. Um, so, forget about all that. Just the makeup. Oh, that's ugly. It, it looks, and I'm not. I'm. I'm. This is a real take. It looks like, like some entry level cosplayers are trying to go do something for like a Ren fair and. They're not really super good at it, but they're trying pretty hard. And, you know, they got a ways to go, but you give them an A for effort. Right. And on their way there, they stop by the gas station. <laughs> they're, told, they're told they can't come in <laughs> because they think that they're homos. It's like, so you're going to have to go clean clean up a little bit if you want to come in here and you want our service. <laughs> so I'm just and this and this is the reason that this is like such this is so cringy. This is coming from a company that can throw as much money as they want at it to make it look as good and authentic as possible for I mean when when I think of like Peter Jackson's work okay and I compare it to this I'm like you got a long way to go and that's 20 plus years ago. Yeah, exactly. Going with faithful Jeez. and then something that looks like it fell off the truck and, you know, hit every road bump on the way down. It's actually <laughs> really sad. Like there's a you know what I mean? Because like recently they were doing this thing where they were like they actually went and did like my main criticism was if you're going to have like your your super fans. Right. Like don't get these posers who just have Instagrams that are large or whatever. Like get. You know, people like I think of a super fan. I think of people. Well, who are people that are like hardcore dedicated to it? Freaking nerd of the rings, for example. Right. Like you need to get people like that guy who live it, breathe it every day. They create content every day. They're they're sharing like they live in it. Right. They have a deep appreciation for it. Like and if you've watched that guy's videos, he goes into detail about like, you know, like all these things in his life and why this is really important to him and how much you appreciate like Christopher Tolkien and all this stuff. And you're like, wow, that's really admirable. Like, I can really appreciate that. And then, you know, you get that stuff and you're like, you ought to get these people. And then they go and they actually get him and some of the other ones. And you're going, oh, my gosh, maybe there's hope. And then they show this. I'm like, oh, maybe. Why? Why do I keep giving them the benefit of the doubt? Like, I, I want to believe I really do. Like, I want it to I'd love for it to work. But every time they present something, it just look it feels horribly wrong. You know, like it just doesn't yeah. feel right. It doesn't feel like Middle Earth to me. 
And we talked about before the show, like it really, to me, it's like that, that first reveal trailer and everybody was upset and everybody was like, Hey, this looks like some kind of weird, like teen bop kind of super pristine and clean version of uh, Lord of the Rings. It looks like now they've like went way far in the other direction. Right. Um, oh, you're... Look, it's gross looking, right? Like it they is. look sweaty and like they, it, it looks like they've sweated for like five months. And and like not even accidentally fell in a creek or a, a, a river, right? Um, it's just it's not good. It's not the kind of it's not what we meant. Like you know, rolled them all down a muddy hill for makeup, man. That's what happened. Don't don't like cheapen the experience. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> Miss the creek because look at their dirty asses. Come on. Oh my gosh, dude! It's so bad, man. Like I want, I really want them to like turn this around. Me too. But then you see like the dwarf lady, and she still isn't rocking a beard, and I'm just feeling like this doesn't even look right. Like you can. Not even talk about like race or any of that stuff, right? Like re real life race. We don't even have to get into any of that. Just alone on like, does she or he look like a dwarf? I'm like, not really. It no, doesn't. It's, it's very confusing. So, like it, I said, it's like someone's trying to do this with a really low budget, and we can kind of give them thumbs up, but it didn't. Yeah, exactly. This would have been a YouTuber or just a little company trying to do a little something. Uh, I would then I would I would totally just be like, okay, I see what they're going for here, you know. Um, but this is Amazon, right? Like, and the, right. And here's this is the second time that they've had something cool in their hands that they're just like totally just like stumbling over themselves and screwing it up so brutally, you know? Because New World that should have been cool, dude. It's on our that should have been good. Yep. And our agenda, too. I, I kind of was ranting about it a little bit recently, and I'm curious what you all think about it. But it will a wheel of time, right? Like, I have not even read yeah. the books, and I feel very confident that it because it it feels so similar to what's going on with like the Rings of Power, except I feel like they're failing even worse in like presentation so far. I mean, when we get to watch it, you know, if you watch it, we'll know for sure. But I'm just like, damn, man, this is going so, so wrong. So wrong direction. But then they get other things well. They get other things right. Like the expanse. Like that was a great example of like working really well with the, you know, the person that kind of was like a part of it. And I can't help but wonder if that's like that's what it is, right? When the person who creates it isn't a part of it, you mm -hmm. kind of just go off the rails. But when the person who created it is a part of it, they I mean, the expanse was a good example of clearly walking the right line. And doing a lot of, of the right sort of like integration in terms of like community and investment in like the creator and all that. So, yeah. But it didn't start on Amazon. I mean, no. as far as I remember, right? No. So maybe that's the problem. Oh, maybe. <laughs> that's yeah, that's the solution, point. right? Didn't start there. They couldn't get their grubby hands Gosh. on it. I don't know. I just, I hope they, I, I hope they real. Oh, I don't know if they will, but I hope right. they realize <laughs> what they're doing. Um, especially like, you know, I'm not, I haven't read the books either with, uh, wheel of time, but that was, this was not interesting at all. I didn't capture me. Like even like the witcher captured me. Right. And, and I knew like the background, but still I was able to appreciate the story they were trying to tell on Netflix. So yeah. I just couldn't get into the rings of, uh, sorry, the, uh, wheel of time at right. all.
and I'm like, I'm a fantasy nerd. I mean, any fantasy, anything I'm down for. Right. Um, but I just, it was not, I was not having it. Right. Could, do you guys, do you guys think this could be like a, cause you know, when Netflix, but I mean, I get it, the budget differences, but, um, Net, when it, Netflix first started doing originals, they were they were kind of they're kind of cringy too. But they like got their bearings, you know what I mean? And they they were eventually able to like now they you know uh, it feels like to me I could be wrong, probably am, but like uh, um, when the, when the um, oh gosh, I forgot the name of it, it's the, the big show that just came up with the new season, uh, the D and D show, Vox uh, uh, Machina or what machine or whatever oh, it's called. no before that uh sorry with the kids and they uh, uh they got the girl with the powers and uh i cannot I think, think of the name stranger, of things? stranger oh, things stranger things yeah. i was like oh like they're bouncing around D stuff okay that felt yeah, that like was the right. first big one right where it was like super like well product production and and everything just seemed like so high quality i might be missing something but that was right when netflix were really kicking into full gear because the ones before that were kind of like eh I mean, they watched okay. new season. Have you watched a new season? I haven't seen the new oh, one yet. But I love what it's a, the what it's based on. Have you seen that? Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's, Dude, and- I like the references. They're even like I, I, I like how they're tying into that thing that happened back in the day, where it's like D and D, you're the devil, along with Zelda. Remember? So like they're kind of like they've been tying that in since like the very beginning, right? Like there was yeah. references to that, which I appreciated. It was like. Sort of like framing around. Remember this shitty thing that went on in society that was bogus as fuck. Framing this really cool thing we all like in this really horrible way. Something um, really good for kids to do. You know, keeps them right. completely out of trouble. And, yeah. and they're using their imagination and learning life skills like storytelling, mm-hmm. etc. True story, man. I'm telling you, dude. Um, Yeah, so anyway, totally, totally agree with you guys on this stuff, man. I'm just... Will of time, I even caught some of the things on there that didn't fit. And I, I just, man, more and more. I, when you all watch, have you watched Stranger Things, Daedalus? I've seen, yeah, I've seen the first two seasons. So I haven't seen the latest one yet. When I'm going to give you at least a couple weeks, like to a month to like catch up. So at some point in time, because I want to talk about it, um, about like where it's progressing, because I found it very interesting. Um, and I just definitely want to ch- chat about it. So when you guys kind of get to a point where you've watched it, just let me know. We'll totally go on about it and stuff because i'm I pretty i've been there's like things i like about this current season um i don't think it's actually finished though because i think the last part of this season comes out uh july i believe the last episode or two for this season and then they're doing i think or no, yeah less episode or two for this season and the next season they'll come out will be the final one i think if i'm not if i'm not mistaken but yeah there was some cool stuff that they're doing i would definitely want to chat about um let's see here okay backing up to v rising they're no longer at 1 million they're at 1.5 freaking million copies i'm predictions i feel like they're probably gonna hit 10 million i feel like they'll end up doing it probably in a a month or two i I feel like in a couple months or so they'll probably end up getting there and I, i like their strategy too the the fact that they're going for big like meaty patches versus like little i mean the quality and, and frankly they're hot fixing the crap out of this it's like they like notice something and they've got a hot fix the next day i mean True. it's a very very, very quick process that i've noticed of like it's at a and, and i know it's early access and you kind of expect them to patch it but it just it felt like it came out of the gate really super stable 
And then they're just continuing to put in, like, I had to see, like, little quality of life stuff they're doing, mm-hmm. you know, and everything just to, you know, get that cleaned up. But, yeah, it seems like uh, they've got a really good, you know, work ethic and plan. I mean, it reminds me a lot of, like, what the kind of Valheim did in terms of their roadmap um, as well and mm. and how that also... I mean, that had a rich mod community as as well, um, but still, I mean, I kind of see this having that same trajectory and not necessarily in a bad way, because I know you we talked about it like one point or another, like scam starters, et cetera, yeah. um, and kind of everyone trying to jump on the bandwagon. But I feel like this is definitely in that same vein, you know, really, uh, really positive in terms of that you know well deserved uh in terms of success so i'm I'm really looking forward to what they do next yeah i do too they've been really proactive with like yeah all of that so it's like really sick so let's talk about this game that came out y'all got phones remember that meme absolutely remember that meme and we're gonna have very i already know we're gonna have some differing opinions on this because when we got started before we even started the show i was hearing dayless and nathan and so, gentlemen, let's just kind of jump in on on this. Now, before I before I dig into this, I want to mention that they also Blizzard Entertainment has also made a note around Warcraft Reforged, <laughs> Warcraft 3 Reforged um, soon. TM, I guess. I, I don't know if I, I feel like that thing's got there's so much shade to throw at this because of them changing their own you know their own words and like their own vision and making a shift on people it's like at this point it it's interesting because what we're going to talk about is going to be diablo immortal which was announced in 2018 blizzcon i was literally there when it happened right that was the same year in the fall when i went up we did blizzcon with my brothers dropped by intrepid studios talked to steven sharif over at ash as a creation had a really good time really good trip um, but I remember hearing from the other side of the Daggum Anaheim Convention Center freaking booing. And I was like, what is going on? People are really unhappy that way for some reason. And that was the Diablo Immortal announcement where the literal developers were going, what? You, you all got phones, right? Because everybody was expecting a Diablo 4 announcement or something like that. Or you think you're even talking about like, you know, something along the, the more normal lines, right? And the way they reacted was horrible. It's they've been hammered over it. We're here almost what four years roughly later at this point. And it, I woke up yesterday and it was preloaded on my phone. I was like, oh, really? Gentlemen, I know you both have jumped in and tried it. I definitely have my own feedback in no particular order. Feel free to jump in there and chime in on um, Diablo Immortal since you've tinkered. Full disclosure, I didn't play it on a mobile, but it I'm not happy with like aesthetically how it looks on the PC. It just seems like a really bad port from a PC perspective. And I guess I kind of let off with the rant part of it. I mean, I think like gen like generally the gameplay and the feel feels very classic Diablo. I mean, there's that definite like visceral experience of you know, busting some, you know, undead homies there and and all that. But I do feel like they didn't do a lot of work in terms of just, you know, putting it on the PC. It's like literally 
I mean, and it doesn't even have like widescreen support, mm. like stuff's getting cut off. And again, I know it's beta, uh, at least that's what I, I believe it was. It's in beta. Um, it definitely has some work to do on the PC side. Now, I haven't played it on the mobile side yet, um, but it uh, definitely, uh, in my opinion, needs some work. And, and And frankly, I think we'll probably touch on this as well loot boxes i just i just feel like blizzard wanted another cash cow and that's that's where immortal came in and i'm just not happy with that scene it's one of the primary reasons why i don't really mobile game much because of that so mm. yeah loot boxes extraordinaire yeah what about you nathan yeah so i i'm the opposite i haven't played it on pc yet uh but i did play it <clears throat> And, and let me preface this by saying I hate mobile games. I freaking hate them. Uh, I can't stand the philosophy behind them, the way they operate, et cetera. And right. I, just, I just hate it. But, you know, I wanted to know, is this a decent game? So it was available right. on mobile for PC. So I jumped. I played for quite a bit, man. Um, and, uh, you know, like Daedalus said, it, it felt like Diablo. Uh, you know, it had that same kind of addiction level that a good Diablo had. And I like the graphics better in Immortal than I do Diablo three, um, uh, you know, and I'm not a, I'm not one of those that hates Diablo three. I played through it multiple times and had a lot of fun, but I do like this one better. And uh, I liked it, but once again, uh, you know, I do believe there's some pay to win elements in there, but yeah. I, I did appreciate though, that at least it's not throwing it in your face like most mobile games. Right. So you play the game, you just enjoy it. And then there's like certain points where it's like, Hey, here you go. And uh, Asmongold, I think, put it the best way. He was like, uh, he was like, you know, everybody knows they, they want that reward at the end of a dungeon. He was like, what's your reward in Diablo Immortal? The opportunity to buy something on the cash shop. And it's like, that is kind of true. That's how they do it. But that's better than just slapping it at you all the time and stuff all over your screen about, you know, open this, do that. I felt like they kept the UI pretty clean. So I... So far, I've had quite a bit of fun. I liked it. So yesterday, I I didn't get to play it until last night. <clears throat> and I think I started playing around. Uh, I mean, I literally had it sitting there pretty much all day. And after I got done hanging out with family and stuff like that, I jumped on there finally. And I thought maybe I'll give it a couple hours, maybe an hour or two hours, see how it feels. And I played until three almost four o'clock in the morning dang three thirty in the morning when i got done hit like level 30 burned my battery out a lot it i played the re-release of diablo 2 and you know i played through that and it it was it, it was an enjoyable experience it really was because you could choose between like the, the old school graphic style or you could go with like more diablo 3 oriented uh gameplay styles um, not completely the same, like the systems and everything still function like Diablo two, but it you know felt like it got a really good facelift. So I enjoyed too. I didn't, had not played through it all yet because I really just wanted to see if it was like you know going to deliver on what its vision was, and I felt like it did. The thing for me with any Diablo game, specifically if I reference like three for example, a lot of people will continue doing seasons and they keep playing, keep grinding, sort of like how people do with Path of Exile, right? 
um, which is, I mean, I'm sure Path of Exile got a lot of influence from games like Diablo because of that. And it was like, well, if we do seasons and we can do it like this, then we can have a game that can sort of go some distance. Diablo 3 did that as well. It's still rolling and everything, right? Um, I see that they're going to be doing that with this mobile game. Clearly, the first season already began and they've got the story that's there. Um, I, I don't know quite yet exactly what time this takes place. I feel like it's got to be happening between two and three, right? Yeah. Right? Because obviously Decker Kane, he's there and I'm like, homie's dead and in, in three. Spoiler alert if you don't know by now, but I'm not going to feel bad about it. It's been out forever. <laughs> um, but that's the kind of thing I'm trying to get. Like, I will, I will tell you, I... I always felt like Diablo three after playing mobile games, it was like this game could totally go mobile if they sort of did things a little differently. They, they clearly made that natural transition to making it work on a mobile device. The game is free to play. So I can understand wanting to make some, you know, make some money off the game. You got to get some money, right? So I can understand that. I think they've got what it's going to look like as seasons. I mean, Gwent even does this. They have seasons, right, where you can – there's like the normal pathways. Then there's like the paid pathways and their, you know, journeys or whatever that they have regularly. I can understand that, right? The thing that I think you have to be really cautious about with those things, regardless of what platform you talk about, mobile or otherwise, is if a lot of things that are in there – are actually just going to help you to not have to work in game for things. And Diablo Immortal does have that, right? Unfortunately, because you can go buy what is needed to jump in rifts and things like that, as opposed to earning them through in-game merit, which there are avenues there for people to do that. But you know what I'm saying? Like the person that could grind that harder gear, the fastest is going to be the person that can just buy all the, the things that are needed in order to jump in there constantly. Yeah. So, you know, I think if it was more cosmetic focus, which, you know, I know we might have differing opinions on this, but if you focused on that, as opposed to elements that are going to help you progress in the game, I think it would be a bit better. They could go to town with cosmetics and it looks really good. It's, it holds up really well. It plays really well on mobile. I have not played it on desktop yet. I plan to after we're done here today. So, and Daedalus, you're right, it is PC open beta. So maybe they got a lot of optimization to do there still. Um, I, I guess. Do. Yeah, I <laughs> have to hop on and see. Um, on the phone, it played really well. The thing about me with Diablo games, though, as I mentioned, that like cycle and season thing, this is not the kind of game where I can do stuff like that. I right. tend to avoid that in general. So it's very likely what will happen is I will enjoy going through, doing the story, experiencing the game. I'll get to the end of max level, probably finish out the first season. And I probably won't be back anymore. That's what I think I'll do, too. It's, and I wanted yeah. to say, too, that like um, now, granted, I'm I, when I played it, I ran it on a um, on my iPhone 13 Pro. Right. So mm -hmm. um you know, for a cell phone, pretty good tech. And uh, I, I switched over to the 60 frame per second mode and it, ooh, it ran so good, dude. Uh, it ran really good. And and I want to say a couple more things about it. Uh, the, a lot of content creators are just absolutely pulling down their pants and taking a dump on it. Right. And I, that's they? a little, that's a little over the top the way that a lot really? of these, yeah. Like, um, 
I don't think it's a bad game. It's not bad. I have a hard time kind of like, where's the story going exactly? It doesn't feel deep enough for me, but. Yeah, there's some there's some things there, right? Yeah. I mean, there's people acting like it's just garbage. And it's like, Um, now you guys are just riding on that, you know, that train. train. Yeah. And and I don't like that. And I've seen a lot of content creators I like. I'm not going to name any because that's a little nice. But um, a couple of my thing that and I was like, come on, they you could at least mention that they did a good job of making it feel like Diablo and it plays and it's fun, right? But then I realized mm-hmm. something. As I dug deeper, I realized that people who are playing with actual touchscreen, not everybody, but all a lot of the times, uh, when you play with the touchscreen, they're not liking it. Well, I just whipped out a little, um, this guy, which is uh, 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 8-bit though, but I whipped it out and it's Bluetooth and I do it ran. It it was like it was built for controller. To be honest, so I never even touched it with touchscreen. I can't stand touchscreen. So yeah. I don't know if that's part I've of the problem. Played it that way too. I think I've been tempered though. In fairness, playing things like Mobile Legends and stuff like that that we played before that you gave me a hard time about. I was killing it on that game too. But I think I just got. I think I just got you know tempered to it. It didn't really bother me. I, I felt like. I like that you can tuck things away so you don't have to have it all over your screen. Like the little quests like tracker or like whatever you're tracking challenge wise, you can just tuck it away. I even like that when you're actually in specific moments in gameplay, they just hide the chat. You can make the chat big, which is kind of cool. You can drag it, but I like that. It sort of like tucks it down and there's like almost like a line and it just I, I I dig that, right? Because I'm I'm big fan of like less UI and more screen and, and world immersion. So that was pretty cool. But I do agree also that I don't think that it's super in your face. Like things do pop up as you level, but I've seen that with like tons of mobile games. And you can either take the option of the super cheap, like little entry level, whatever, or you can just bypass and you probably won't ever see it again. And when you get to max level, you probably only see stuff related to if, if it's doing a good job and it's not super spammy, you'll usually only see it related to like seasonal updates and new things that are changing, um, which I feel like it's going to go that way, which isn't super, super in your face, which I can appreciate, too. But still, you know, I, I do agree with what Dean Frozen said as well. I can track it. I can enjoy it. I'll get to the end of the story. I'll probably won't play it. But I do. I do see that it's very much like this is an, I like data said a new pay pig and it'll work well because mobile game you know people like mobile games they like to play on their phones they can do that anywhere they can do a bed they don't have to you know and a lot of people that play those tend to throw money at it and they're fine doing it um so it'll probably it'll probably perform really well for them they'll probably keep that thing going at least as long as diablo 3 is gone a good decade they'll probably do really good off of it i think they'll thrive as a company with it because there there's the audience that's there that will definitely play it and pay to play it and so. let's let's also mention that I'm glad that they have a Diablo to milk, right? That's a really good thing that they've got that, right? They've yeah. already got that. So that I'm hoping that Diablo 4 won't get milked or treated weirdly with all that mm. because they've already got their cash cow for that with the mobile crowd. So yeah. I, and and I, the aesthetics are pretty good. Now pretty I'm not good. playing on PC, so I'm afraid that some of you <laughs> only play on PC and you're like, "What is he talking about?" But uh, uh, on the phone, the aesthetics were, dude, they were they were that old school Blizzard, just good. You know, like it looks and feels and everything reacts the way you want it to, and um, the way the what you 
once expected from Blizzard, uh, I felt like, for a mobile title, right? Like, you got to remember that. This is a mobile game. And right. in my opinion, it's the best mobile game to ever come out. I, I think would agree. It feels the best for me, immersion-wise. Like, I, I still kind of feel like I... Like what's going on with the story? It feels a little, I guess it feels a little basic compared to what they've been able to do before. Um, and not really super, I don't know. I guess like I get what's going on, but it doesn't have that like, holy shit. Like there's something deep going on here. It's just kind of like, you know, we're, this is like, I think the milking it perspective feels like super uh, basic and kind of like typically done a lot. And they yeah. didn't really tried too hard on that side i think i think they tried a lot harder on making sure that it functioned really well as a mobile game in which case i think it's absolutely doing great i mean it's probably the best i've played too i'd totally agree with that yeah you know? and i want to mention too that saying it's the best mobile game ever is almost like saying you're the tallest dwarf right like <laughs> that only goes so far but for the, you know <laughs> it is a mobile game that's funny it's also very true i'd agree with that Ready to nerd out about something else, Ash as a creation related. I'm very curious what uh, Nathan thinks here because Daedalus and I and, and Faisal ranted about this on the Ash's Pathfinder podcast on Sunday. We talked about, because they did the seasonal preview, like I had a feeling, because one of my criticisms has been, we've got the character creator, sick, awesome, you're blowing away the competition. Hands down, I'm sorry, there's not an MMO that's looking as good as what their character creator is going to do. There's not an MMO that looks like the world's going to immerse me as much as this one's about to either. And the seasonal changes, we've we've known that things like this were going to ex- exist, like pathway, pathways would be blocked, travel routes for caravans, things like that. We knew the seasons were going to change, but they, the freaking animals are going to react to this, like brushing off snow, right? D- dust, little dust devils that are spinning up. The Kirin, which is that antler-looking deer-like sort of mm. creature, freaking antlers glowing, like leaves in the wind, like the flowers, like different yeah. flowers blooming in different biomes as a result of spring. Like, oh my gosh, which will affect the economy. And yep. yeah, so I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. When I seen, I seen that you know they were they had a weather thing, right? So I was like, cool. Let me check this out. I was expecting. You know, cool. We got some aesthetics here. We got some, you know, it's gonna it's gonna have seasons. That's cool. Mm. But then that, like you said, when they start talking about how it affects the game world, and they start actually right. showing it and uh, running through those, and then uh, the thing he talked about about like in the winter, there may be certain passes closed because of the you know uh, snow drifts and all that kind of thing. You can't can't take this certain path, so it's gonna mess with caravans, which will also affect the economy and um, the different routes people will take will have to change by the season and. Oh, my goodness, when he talked about the dragon thing, right, where it's like, you know, um, that, you know, maybe there's an event that happens. Because, actually, I got so excited. I yeah. hadn't even finished watching the video, right? So I started – I was already recording a video. Like, yeah, I was excited. I but I was that. also was listening. And then I, I had said at the beginning of the video originally, I was like, and I think that probably the seasons will also be affected by events. And then when he said it was, I, like, deleted my recording. It was like, you know, redid it to me <laughs> like it. It does affect the freaking uh, with the so I, I dude. This is how you do it, right? Cool this thing you make, get stoked. You take a cool idea and you make it even cooler, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I love it, dude. Uh, and I want to say one other thing about it. I do think that this is one of many things coming, right? 
that is going to be this is going to be a staple in the future, right? right? This is going to become expected. Like, hey, your MMO doesn't have seasons, bro. Like, that is a big part. You know, that's that's a big deal. You need to include that. So, yeah. Yeah, it's looking like I think Stephen was saying every couple weeks the seasons will change. We were talking weekly before, and I think we've even been like, I feel like that's going to be a little bit too quick. So it's going to be pretty interesting. Yeah, they were considering two weeks. And I think the one thing that like just really gets me, it's like every time we reveal a little more and more of what's happening in this space with, with Intrepid, it's like they're just taking this whole world building thing to heart. Like as opposed to, and other mmos which just does feel artificial right and at least in my opinion like even like i mean i played wow for damn near 20 years right almost like you know since launch maybe had a break or two in between um before i stopped playing and i never got this like level of immersion in that video game as popular as it is and it's just it's it's staggering to me like how much they're trying to raise the bar and from what we're seeing they're executing right Mm -hmm. and they're they're balancing scope with performance which and frankly scope with you know level of effort too because we know there's other games out there that are you know scope be damned and they're like Mm -hmm. all over the place Right. And are probably going to be in development for the better part of the next century versus, you know, here comes Intrepid trucking along, right. throwing these things at you. And it's like, again, it's like weather. Oh, this is going to be cool. You know, there's weather stuff. And then they start getting into it and they start showing you the tech and you're like, holy crap, this is something that you've always wanted, but never like knew you did until you saw it. Right. kind of that whole i kind of feel that they're continuing right. to kind of raise the bar and and like you said nathan it's gonna end up becoming a staple where people are gonna expect it and they need to get on intrepid's level right again yeah and that's where you want to be by the way you want to yes. be in that position where everybody's like comparing the new stuff with you right yeah i'm Triple starting to understand even, they aren't even yeah. dude you can't in my mind, there's no game coming out that is going to tickle my immersion like they are, because that to me is one of the big ones. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. out there like this. Yeah. And we didn't even mention, which uh, um, I was really happy to hear this, because uh, Pantheon, as far as I know, doesn't have seasons, right? And all that stuff. But they do have the weather and it affects things. And when they announced that, which maybe they've announced that before and I just didn't know. But when he was talking about like, you know, um, like in the summer, it's really hot, so a fire spell may have a bigger AOE. Yeah. You know, so you could go ahead and assume that like a thunder spell may work better than a thunderstorm or what have you. Uh, that right there, yeah, uh, is it's, cool. Like that's just that's years just old like, for us too. We've been like, I figured, I had a feeling because yeah. he mentioned it kind of slight hand. I was like, well, I didn't know that, but that that's cool that they're doing that because mm-hmm. that's 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 once again take something cool and you just add another layer on it. And as long as developers think like that, what's really cool is that means that if that's the way their brain works, right, then after launch, as they get more data into, and, and you know, players do crazy stuff. They figure out uh, some weird, you know, ways. So once they see that, that means that that's how they'll hopefully, most likely, continue to just add these layers of freaking cool stuff uh, to the game. Um, and and that's awesome, man. That That's how you make it a world and not just a, 
a canvas of killing mobs, right? Like right. you take it way beyond that. Yeah. And I would say like one other thing that um, I, I think about now more than ever is like why Intrepid is being very cautious in terms of releasing information. Yeah. Because this tech they continue like to build upon. Mm-hmm. Like if they reveal it too soon and it's not like almost like ready to execute, they're you know potentially like other developers out there that have you know potentially bigger pockets that might jump in on that um though granted you know as we've seen big pockets doesn't necessarily mean good game that's um, right we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit a little bit but yeah. you know that, that's i i'm starting to understand like steven's strategy around mm-hmm. this but still it's like every time you know when Consistently this year, I would say more times than I can count, the streams have just given me goosebumps. I'm like, man, this is so cool. I can't wait to get in there. And it like just when I think my, you know, my uh, desires like, oh, it's tempered. I'm okay to be patient. I'll see crap like this. And I'm like, damn, why am I not playing this game? I'll be playing something else. And I'm like, man, I wish I was I was playing Ash's Creation right now so I could see the weather and you know see the karen running by and all that stuff so yeah it's very uh it is uh it is very you know bittersweet to see these streams with such awesome content but at the same time not being able to get get up in there yeah and and i see what you all are mentioning in chat i'm not gonna talk about it now i'm saving it you all are tempting me so hard but there's <laughs> there's something else about ashes that they've been talking about this week in the discord that i've had two people in chat share right now and i'm not gonna talk about it you'll have to tune in for the podcast on sunday for that one because that's going to be a, a very interesting conversation um but it's cool seeing nathan like nerd out about this stuff though because like daedalus and i we we've been we've known about this stuff for like years because we've been like you know we've been like covering ashes with the pathfinder podcast for like forever now and for us it's like we've known about it but you really are wondering like because there's like this part of us that's going god this sounds like really interesting and like what if they could do this there's been multiple things where i'm like what if with the seasonal changes impacting the world this is what it could actually impact or influence for example caravans combat but it seemed at the time like yeah that's really cool but you know, it seems like a little ambitious. And then we go into the future and here we are now and they show that and you're like, oh my God, they actually are going to do that. And I'm just like, oh shit. Like, and then you actually get to see it happen and you're like, oh, this is better than you could have imagined. So yeah, good. Want to yeah, be there. And, and I just want to say that like, the only reason I wasn't really a hundred percent, and I was close. I was probably 95% about ashes. Uh, but this kind of this definitely tipped me over was, um, you know, I'm not a tribal guy right. at the same time up until last uh, Wednesday, yesterday, I was working two jobs. And so I didn't have as much time to research everything. Um, so I was I'd already I was already honed in on Pantheon, which I still am, but I'm not a tribal guy. So sure, uh, yeah. you know, when I saw this, I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, now it's like now it's on. Like I am d- definitely um, going to be pouring a a ton of my time into ashes with cool stuff like this in it. 
Absolutely, dude. And um, we're I'm stoked about like our follow up conversation. I yeah, it's the thing I Nathan's willing to give, I think, more games a chance than I am these days when it comes to <laughs> true story, dude. You are like way more understanding. And I'm just like so fed up that I like my like my willingness is like in such a small bubble that you know yeah i just won't even do it so like there's a few games like aside from ashes that like i play a little bit of lotro and i enjoy it it's a good time jump in there we're doing like our community night on sun or friday uh, tomorrow where we're gonna take some homies in there just go do some dungeons and chill um because we waited for people to kind of get to that point you know we did like b rising last week and it's nice to have a place the middle earth is a good place to jump into an mmo and play in um you know what i'm saying so it's it's a good time it's fun we have community members have fun in there but i'm like real picky these days because i don't have a lot of time either so there's only like a few pantheon is like one i probably will check out lotro is one i'll definitely enjoy tinkering in ashes is the one i'm for immersion purposes especially now i'm like oh i'm gonna love it i'm gonna love being in that world more than any game i've ever played and more than any game that i see that's even coming out um maybe the witcher 4 uh will be a bit of a different story because they did weather really good in that game. Um, you don't really get seasons and stuff, but you do get weather changes in the Witcher three and <clears throat> Witcher four is in development now. Right. So there's that. That's actually Unreal five. Right. Yeah, well. boy. Mm-hmm. For ashes, though. Yes. I'm just going to add some fuel. This you can probably add fuel to the fire for your Sunday. Um, okay. Dude, it's got to feel bad right now for, um, <laughs> It's got to feel bad for the good old uh, Mark uh, working on his game. This right. Was, it's got to feel bad because their budget is similar, right? It's similar. It's a similar budget. And uh, Ashes is just trailing along, dude. And not that it was exactly the same, but the combat was looking for like the same kind of thing, sort of. At least it seems like that's what they were going for. Um and it's just like, man, that's got to hurt because, like, dude, you wasted so much time building your own engine and then Unreal Engine 5 comes out. It's freaking epic. You know, you could have – literally, it's epic. But you could have – you could have <laughs> – you could have used that and your game probably would be, would be like, you know, in good shape if they just started with Unreal 4 and then converted it, right? Because obviously they couldn't have started that way back then with Unreal 5. But oh, right. That's got to hurt, dude. Oh, it's going to hurt. I know because the big focal point, too, was like – you know, we're, we're doing our own engine. I'm like 10 years ago, that was a great idea. I was really, I yeah. mean, to me, I was like, that's effing innovative. I remember mm. when Camelot and chain was rolling. I was like, I don't know if it's going to be my style, but like what they're doing sounds really cool. Right. To do your own engine. Right. Dark age of Camelot was a, a damn good time. I don't know how many people I see that I come in contact with talking about this now that just say, we really wish we could have just gotten a new dark age of Camelot. And yeah, uh, I, I would I would right. second that. I agree. Yeah. And I agree. Yep. It's got to feel bad, dude, right? Cuz like how are you you're I'm sorry. Your MMORPG it you ha, there's no there's no contest. No one's going to I'm sorry, Unreal Engine 5 offers so much more agency than your engine is no matter how hard you work on it. It's going to look now, better. Yeah, now nobody's even going to want to like purchase his engine to use for game like right? it's actually useless now why would oh. you do that when you could do unreal engine 5 for free oh it hurts dude it hurts so bad because no. you know mm, it does what a shame what a it shame it is it's really unfortunate it actually i actually feel as much as like i 
I I feel like I hold Camelot Unchained to the fire, Mark Jacobs to the fire. Yeah, I, I genuinely do kind of in my in my heart, I actually feel bad. I really do. Because I feel like the guy really wanted to to like just kick some ass with this project. And now I just don't feel like I don't feel like he's got nearly as much of a chance, even if he wanted it at this point. Yeah, no matter what now with all the stumbles. But, you know, Uh, uh, it is sad because I actually do feel like that Mark Jacobs, this was his plan to be like, I'm going to make one more big, great MMO, you know, and that and that'll be my legacy. And now look at his legacy. He's not good, Uh, man. Right. This is a really unfortunate 10 years. Like Star Citizen's got its own reason for 10 years. That scope creep is all get out, right? This is just bad choices and mistakes and bad engagement and community and all kinds of just mistakes being made. And then now a little too late to turn it around is what it feels like. So I totally agree with you, man. I really do. Um, We talked a little bit about, was it before we started talking about New World? We were talking about it in the pre-show, right? We were chatting. Yeah, talked a little bit about it before, yeah. So I'm really curious what you all think about this. They've added arenas to the game. I've got my thoughts about this, but I'm curious. Do you think that what New World's been do- they've been look, I'm not it doesn't it doesn't work for me. It's not it doesn't feel fantasy. It doesn't hit me. It doesn't give me those vibes that I like thematically. That's the reason I didn't even bother trying it. It just was like it doesn't resonate. It does for a lot of people. I mean, clearly a lot of people gave it a shot, right? Totally understand why. Definitely showcased how many people want a really good MMO to enjoy. That's right. But boy, should it have not launched like that. In in you know in in, in reflection, they've been making a lot of. They've been clearly doing the work to try to fix things, move forward, make it better. They added pvp and there clearly are issues raised around arenas cap adjustments things like that rewards do you know a whole lot about what's been going on with their arena system do you have any ideas about this do you think it'll help you think it's gonna make things worse what are your thoughts around what's going on with new world guys here's how i feel i feel like that it it feels like to me that what they're doing here is now they're just trying to grab it other ideas that are already out there and kind of mash them, kind of just smush them in their game to try to retain um, a bleeding player base. And, uh, you know, I I just don't think that's going to work. I feel like that the, for one thing, in my opinion, based on games I've played in the past, like Dark Age came out, they had open world PVP, you know, a Sierra deal type situation, PVP. Um, that like when you add an arena after that's what you've already established is, you know, we have this open world PVP. What happens is, is like arenas are easier and quicker to get into. Right. So because there's so much more convenient, what yes. happens is it kills the other PVP and, and arenas are much more like skill based, you know, and fair, you know what I mean? So like it, it's, you feel better when you win in an arena match than you do at a open world Zerg fest, right? It just, you feel like I earned that. So what happens is people like arenas because of those I do. things. I yeah. Love but if you're getting now this other big part of your content, which let's be honest, that's new world's problem is they don't have enough content and adding the arena. I feel like it just 
negated a big chunk of what they did have. So I don't know, man. I, I just it, I just feel like New World really is that example of this is what happens when non-gamers try to make a game, right? <laughs> like the, everything feels so weird and just out of place and like just – I don't know, man. Did they even fix the swimming in that game? Do you still swim like know, Sonic the Hedgehog? I've never played I it. Uh, I don't know. I, I honestly have like dropped that like a bad habit and haven't <laughs> yeah. been back. And I threw like 400 hours of my life into that. Oh that, no! Uh, did you piece really? Piece of hot garbage. Yeah, I my, did. I'm hurt. I knew it. So I, I played the crap out of it. Yeah. Good I knew Lord. it was bad when Windows asked me if I wanted to remove it, like it was one of the files. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. You know, Windows, Even Microsoft is in revolt on it. Nice. It's like that. Nice. Are you sure? Microsoft, are you sure about this program? We're detecting something sketchy here. Yeah, here's some programs you're probably never going to use again, I think is what he said. I know, right? Exactly. Exactly. I'm, I'm waiting for that message. I, I don't know. I just find it ironic that one of the currencies that they, you're getting in PvP is as assault. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, I mean, like, I agree with Nathan. I, I think... Um, and this oh is my this God. is my personal opinion. I, I, there's no fact behind it, so I wanted to preface that. But I felt like they were trying to like get in on this whole like nodes like experience before Ashes of Creation came out. Yeah, and they just did a hugely piss poor job. Right now, basic the combat was too. super. Yeah, basic. the combat was relatively fun. Right, I'm. I mean, I wouldn't have played as much as I did if I didn't think that. Um, I thought, you know, there was some really nice touches in terms of like sound quality, like that type of immersion was there. But the story felt a little weird. Um, you know, it just there was just so many like game breaking. Let's disable the AH like exploitive type of bugs that were out there. I mean, it it just put a really like you know, just bad, like, overtone to the gameplay. And after a while, I was like, what's the point? Um, you know, and, and, you know, there was definitely, like, it was definitely a good time when you got in a group of people, but it was just, it, it was an issue of quality. It was an issue of pacing. There was just so many different things. And I agree with Nathan, uh, again, about once you have arenas in there, people are not going to, want to open world pvp and and i feel like it's like this vision keeps shifting with the wind i mean they started out with yeah. one thing Good right point. and then they shifted it before they released it and it was something completely different mm -hmm. from what they were going for and then they say okay well this isn't working let's fundamentally change the game again and it's like man you if you're gonna get a vision just double down and execute don't try to keep changing it because you think that's where the money is. The issue that, Elder Scrolls Online yeah. made too about fun, making yeah. fundamental changes, especially with their coding and back end. Yeah. Like yeah, one camera yeah. was never supposed to happen because they weren't going to do that. Right. Changing alliances was never going to happen. They made all these promises and stuff and told you all these things that weren't supposed to happen. And then over the years, they broke those promises. They made these changes. They don't reel them back. But now as a result, like they're like, we're trying to constantly fix. We had this cracked foundation for our server for a coding, right? 
how the game runs. We never resolved it. And when we built on it in a way we said we never going to build on it. Like, what what do you do then? Because you keep trying to, like, you know, steer in a direction that it was never built to be steered on. And then more and more changes start to break more and more the cracks deeper. And then there you are. And so, you know, I feel like with with New World, how are you going to fix those problems if you keep building on the crack foundation? I feel like it's going to have a similar problem. Yeah, and I mean, they just keep introducing elements. Like, again, I, there's generally like, well, unless you're intrepid, right? <laughs> there's generally like any brand new ideas out there or innovation in the space, right, that I've seen. It's very rare. Yeah. And I feel like they're continuing just to tack things on. You've got the arenas. You've got this mutations thing, which seems like a combination of roguelike versus mythic plus. So you've got a, like a lot of things. I mean, mm. I haven't jumped in. I haven't like tested any of the new weapons or anything. And, and frankly, I have negative desire to do so just because I, I just felt like I even as much as I played, I felt like I didn't get out of it what I wanted. Um, and I went in there. I mean, I knew literally nothing about it going in. I just kind of almost bought it sight unseen. I had one experience early on before they changed everything. And then after that, I, you know, when I played and again, I had fun, but I felt like it, it was kind of like, uh, I don't know, just a weak sauce version of something that I really wanted. Mm. Um, and, and I don't know if that was just me, like already having an experience in terms of, um, you know, interaction with Intrepid and what they're, doing and how their vision is kind of unfolding but it just it felt to me like it was just like a hollow version of what i really wanted to play which was ashes of creation um and and unfortunately you know i it's too little too late for me i'm not gonna ever jump back in there it'd be i would i think similar to that blizzard game it'd be a cold day in hell before i step foot back in that world so um yeah. but if you think about this, like the world is just really weak in that game. So like if you've been to one city, you've been to them all, you know, like they're all look similar. They got different layouts and things are in different spots. But like think of like when you go to another town in like uh, Elder Scrolls Online or, you know, almost any MMO, you go to a different city and it's got a totally different theme and feeling and, uh, you know, built a little different and uh, you know, it just feels like a new place. Whereas, you know, the towns or the little cities in the, in, in new world, it's like, they're all the same. Um, it's, it feels like they just rush through it. And like, even out in the world beyond the cities, it's just kind of some woods, it's some rivers and, you know, there's it was some mobs sprinkled in there. And it's just like, dude, that's just not how you build a world anymore. That's like the old school design, you know, where we had to use our imagination. These places were something right. And, I even feel like the old games did a better job, to be honest. Like, even EverQuest, you know, like, the places have their own things going on. And that game's from 1999, like, with a way smaller True. budget. Like, what's going on? True yeah. story. I mean, you know, nostalgia can do a lot for that. But that's that's an interesting, okay. interesting point, though, because uh, I had a comment in chat talking about Ash as a creation. And this was the question. I think this is a good question because when you think like MMORPGs are interesting and I find them very tricky. Now we've talked about this in Ash's Pathfinder podcast, but I actually would like to actually talk about that question here because we got Nathan and I think it's interesting, right? Because some games can maintain a very steady, large viewer base 
or audience to watch on Twitch and things like that, live streams. And I know Twitch isn't like everything when it comes to a game's uh, population and everything, but it is a reflection of like community engagement to some degree. People's interest to be watching is, is kind of an important thing, right? Because I feel like that also is reflective of the overall population. It's a smaller cutout, but it's still a cutout, right? So when you've got a smaller uh, you know, percentage of that population, you've got a, a smaller group of people. Perfect example, like Elder Scrolls Online, it's kind of getting it's kind of getting low in terms of like viewership compared to other games like World of Warcraft, for example. World of Warcraft's maintained a very high viewership overall for a very long time. You look at Lotro. Even though they've been sucking, by the way. Even though they've been yes, sucking for a long time. Exactly. Um, Lotro kind of doesn't really have a lot. Right. You could do right. pretty decent if you're trying to grow there, but you're plateaued pretty hard on like like serious growth. Um, you kind of have that with um, Guild Wars 2 as well. Right. Games like EverQuest. Right. You're not going to have like tons of large numbers and an individual might have a larger number. Usually it's because they have a community that's like there from something else or multiple things as well. Um, mm-hmm. Or they've just been dedicated diehard to that specifically almost always online for that um for a long time but in regard to ash as a creation right when you think about games that are launching for the first time it is always interesting right to see like how that kind of viewership works and how they maintain or what they maintain the question is is what do you think about the viewership population on the game release or even tracking on YouTube? You would imagine it'd be extremely profound referencing Ash as a creation. What do you all think? Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, I think if we look at the future, right? Mm. And I forget about the really silly stuff, just the actual believable future, right? Mm. Um, there's nothing else on the horizon that's as exciting um, as at the Ashes launch. And we're all expecting it. And I say that, by the way, uh, I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. What I'm trying to say there is we expect Ashes to be the next big launch, right? Uh, so I think that's pretty – honestly, I believe that's uh, all. That's dang close to 100% everybody agrees with, right? So I think that, yeah, definitely, like, Ashes is a uh, – yeah, I, I – this is going to sound kind of dirty. I don't mean it to, but like, you know, when you're making content and you're trying to grow, you have to sometimes think like this. Uh, but uh, I'm happy now that Ashes hit that spot where I'm like, oh, 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 this is like the stuff I've been preaching for my whole life and they're doing it right. So I'm on now. I'm on board. Nice. But also, you know, under 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 the hood of that, there's also the thought of like, this will be really good for the channel, too. Right. Sure. Like, yeah, there's so many people will, is going to love it. And, and I think some of these content creators uh, that we all know and watch and they they produce content, but it, uh, they they don't have a home right now. Right. Um, there's right. so many of them. They just hop around. Um, I'm like that. Uh, and it's like I think a lot of people are going to start finding their home soon. And yeah. and that's going to be a weird world to live in because we haven't lived in that world in a long time. In a while. Imagine, imagine somebody like the lazy peon dedicating himself oh, to he will ashes, be right. I can tell you, dude, he's yeah. been dug in hard for for ages, and he he's like pretty much been like when this game launches, I'm yeah. like going to be living in there, and he's like one one of how many? Many, almost. I can't think of anybody that's not. If there is somebody, I'm sorry, but like as we go, sizes too, yeah. As we go, will likely go back to WoW, right? Eventually, I just it's bread I and butter. 
that's his bread and butter. And it's just home. a little bit, but it's still his home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I get it, but he, he's definitely going to be all over it for a long time after launch. I agree with a that. A long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, like you said that, I think the, the discussion around home is really important too, because how many of us have been bounced around? I mean, new world was a great example of what I believe. I believe that's a really great reinforcer to your statement, right? So when you say, a lot of people have been without a home for a long time and they're looking for one and ashes is probably going to be it for a lot of people. I feel like a lot of the audience you saw that gave new world a chance are the people that very likely will probably consider ashes home. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the combat style was like a crappier version of it. I mean, a lot of the ideas were like a really crappy version of what, uh, even, and I don't know, but the thing where you could like make a place, your you could make a town like that's your town and then you can fight for it. And yeah, your nodes. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a really crappy, like a a free alpha version of node. Right. Um, yeah. It was a rudimentary, very rudimentary, you know, cause like what's going to go and take, take to make nodes. Alpha. Yeah, pre or pre pre alpha, right back at like alpha zero, <laughs> alpha, alpha negative twenty seven, <laughs> dude. But the thing is, is is you know, for for my perspective, like Ashes is the game that like you know I'm gonna be able to enjoy. Like I probably used to be able to enjoy World of Warcraft or Swotor or um, probably those two specifically. But Elder Scrolls. I don't know, man, not in the same way. And the thing about Ashes, though, and here's the thing that it's going to have that other games do not have, not including the character creator, not including the the world, the seasons and all the systems and the nodes. All of those individually clearly already are going to be very enticing for somebody all in themselves. Right. How many people are going to jump in to play that game just because they want to create different characters and that character creator? How many people are going to jump into that game because they just want to enjoy nodes or PVP or naval content uh, or the seasonal changes running around the world, picking herbs, enjoying the snow or the sunshine or the fall and the leaves, right? Those individual things alone, it's going to captivate all the different people who like different things. And then on top of all of that, right, nodes create it's ever changing world as a result of that. And player agency will dictate the changes in the world. So players will be able to choose the change of content on a server, right? Yeah, and you know what? The only other example I can think of that that has been, Mm -hmm. like, effective, and there was only one, right? So we're talking nodes or multiple things across the entire world. But, like, EverQuest had that thing where if you woke the (laughs) sleeper on your server— that's just the server is going to be different now, right? Like now Whoa. there's a dragon rampaging the whole server and, um, you know, it's not going to stop and, you know, you can never do that content again. So that is, that is like the earliest Whoa. example of like server changing things players can do. Um, and finally somebody's taking an idea like that and now they're applying it across the board, except for, way more tuned than this you know like i don't think i don't think hashes are gonna be able to destroy the server right but uh you know you see what i'm saying like something that changes it to where it's like on this server these things are going on but on this one totally other and 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 you know what we were talking about the youtube thing or twitch etc putting your server name in the in the title is going to be a big thing for ashes because that's going to tell something to the viewer right true that's going to be interesting. True. We don't get that that much anymore, man. Like I miss like server culture and identity 
and like allegiance, you know what I mean? Aside from like just, you know, and I wanted to send this to you too, Nathan. I don't know if you actually saw this. This is one of the behemoth creatures. This is one of the sea creatures that you can find in naval content. Have you seen that? I did see that. Look how tiny that lowly bee person is. Yeah, dude. Like That's the gonna scale, be scary. Isn't it though? The scale the of things? Yeah, imagine Multiple you're just ships. like on a ship and yeah. that happens, right? <laughs> naval raids? <laughs> yeah, dude. I That's mean, gonna be cool gosh, though. Dude. So those are the kind of things where when it, when it when it if it when and if it happens to you, those are kind of things where you're just so excited to just even mm-hmm. be there. You know what I mean? Where you're just Absolutely. like this is a magical freaking moment. Yes. You know? And we haven't had a magical moment in, in a long time. I'm so excited. Besides, yeah. Right. yeah. And I think it goes back to what you said. I just, it, it's something that I heard from Steven early on. And I actually believe, cause there's many developers that have said the same, but it, it feels like ashes of creation is getting built by gamers and, and your, your, yes. your creative director is a gamer first, not a businessman first. That helps and I a think lot. that that in and of itself mean like to me feels like there's going to be a different set of criteria for success that he has versus, you know, the AAA companies out there. And and I agree with you, like going back to like the early days of MMOs, I mean, the, they're they're pulling those nuggets from, mm-hmm. you know, that were really good and positive experiences for gamers and they're they're making it their own. And I think that's important because we've like we've had, you know, generally some of these things in other MMOs, uh, you know, there's been like, you know, change of weather there's been day and night cycles there's been you know some sort of inkling of seasonality um but it's never been as at least you know showcased to be as immersive as this right i i do i mean again it all comes down to does it all work and that's when the testing comes in so i think you know there's a lot of people in chat like cautiously optimistic I'm trying to temper my hypeium right now, but hypium. yeah, I'm, you keep saying hypeium, dude. Not I am. Hypium. I know. I hypeium. It's hypeium. <laughs> trying to temper it. Not, the not taking is real. too many drags out of the hypeium. Do you know, but do you know what I, the, I do yeah, feel yeah. like I, every time I see something, I just get more excited. And it's not that I'm trying to set unrealistic expectations here, which a lot of people do. It's like this, you know, ashes is going to be this, and this is my expectation of it. I'm just looking at what they're doing and I'm like, man, that's like word to execution, right? I'm not necessarily like filling in the blanks here. I'm no. actually seeing what they said and what they're doing. And that's Sorry. different from, hey, this game is going to solve all our MMO problems, right? That's a completely separate argument versus say do ratio, which is what is happening here. True story, man. Yeah, and it's going to be up to the old timers uh, like you guys, by the way, when it does launch, because there will be problems, right? I mean, you just can't launch something with this many moving parts without something jamming the the gears, right? So it'll be up to the old timers to kind of like help, um, you know, soothe the people who don't realize all the the pieces right uh because there will be little jam ups at launch no matter how hard they try and that's mainly i think because of player agency having so much control they're going to do some crazy stuff and then you know the it's gonna be up to the developers to react etc so 
um, I think that's worth mentioning that, right. you know, all the people who are here now already just know you do kind of, in my opinion, have a bit of a duty to, to calm everybody down when something unexpected happens. Oh, can we talk about something like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to name anybody. Okay. And this is a more general MMO gamer. I'm calling out some of these old timers, these fake fucking MMO players who talk about how good they are, how long they played games, how good their this and that is. And you fuckers pay to convenience, pay to win every chance you get. Mm. Can we talk about that for a minute? I, I don't a, know about this. Dude, I, I literally lately, it's like we we talk about the I talk about. I'm, a, I'm just going to say me. OK, and people can chime in on this. I appreciate don't like game. Don't put price tags. Don't put all the cool shit in a shop and make that the game. OK, don't don't find ways to bypass content time invested in merit in which you earn really cool things, create really cool things and or experiences or have really cool titles, mounts, etc. Like when we bypass that and you put a price tag on it, it's fake. It's not real. It's not like the guy who's got this really cool title because he got his ass beat for 30 days straight working hard to get it right. It's, it's not, it's not authentic. All these people that are talking about how good they want a game, but they will pay to convenience, pay to win every chance they get. And most of them are older generation. They're people our age, people that literally are waiting for a thing like Ashes or otherwise that go and they play classic and then they bitch because, and I'm not naming any names, right? But this, this I've had people tell me this recently, right? They go and play classic World of Warcraft and then they bitch because they don't have the freaking, uh, you know, the, the BOA gear that they can wear to power level fast. Or they'll boost their character to get there. Or they'll bypass all these things, right? Or they'll, they'll go and find really disturbing ways to make money, like create a female character when you're a man, right? And you go into a place and you talk about how you're a female person that's like needing someone to help you out because you're help you know helpless and don't know what to do this is a real thing this so is much, real like, dude these okay, i heard right. about this today I mean, from somebody they were like I I went and I, it, you're talking about a content creator is doing this right not a content creator a gamer oh. but it's one of the people okay. that talk about like and, and that they're like oh, i really want to play a game that's like this or like that and then they literally go in there and then they beg for coin pretending to be something they're not exploiting other players right take that out of the equation can we just talk about this do you want to boost your shit you bitch because you don't have boas but you you're not gonna make it in a game like ashes the people that keep saying i want a game that's gonna deliver no you don't you can play and fuck boys you want the same shit that they've got you trained to do oh, you want to be hurt. it's true though right it, it is, is so yeah. prominent you say you don't want it but the moment you get that you don't want to work for it you don't want to earn it via merit i'm seeing this shit more and more you phony mm -hmm. fake boys and girls wow, wow. What do you think? What are you doing? Like, you can't go say you want this. And then when you get an opportunity to play something like that, and Classic's a great example. Yeah. No, I feel like there's going to be a new spot. <laughs> no, it's not narrower. It's not. He's like, I think they're pretending to be a female. No, no, no. Someone told me about this literally today. And I was like, no, they did not. They created a fake a, a female character and they begged for coin, got 500 goals in Golden Classic. Which, if you know, in classic, that's a pretty good amount of money. That's like a lot, right? 
the same person that will boost the character bitch about not having there. And I'm like, you are not going to make it in Ash as a creation. You will tap out faster than you can say yo MTV raps because you can't hang. You can't like, bust a rhyme. Are we talking about? Are we talking oh. about like? Are we talking about like they went to Goldshire kind of situation? Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, this is that's what I'm hearing. I'm, I'm hearing this is a, a little cyber action going are, on. I can't. I'm telling you, man. I'm like, wow, dude. How many people lately that are telling me I can't wait for Ashes or I can't wait for this game or that game, Pantheon, whatever it is that they're looking forward to because they just want a real, authentic MMO to play? Like you phonies, how many of you I keep coming in contact with that then go and play classic and you cry because it takes so long to get there and you don't want to do the work. You're not going to hang in a game and like it, that. It's the whole point of classic, though. Right. Like, well, don't even play classic, because that's the point. That's why it's even there. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I want to play I'm playing game, it right now. Wait. You know, yeah. I'm playing it again. And, I, you know, I've played it before, and I've got a, I've got a high-level character uh, almost at now max. But, uh, yeah, that's the fun of it is starting over. Like, the boosters have, like, no effect on me, because it's like, why would you even do that? Like, that's the dumbest. I don't even understand why it's even there. Why would you even want to do it? And plus, you know what I do like that they did in Classic Bill with the booster? What's that? Is it has its own unique armor skin. So, you know, you know it when you see it, right? You're like, oh, freaking booster. I see what you're wearing. I'm just like, I, I hear these people. and I'm like, you all are never going to make it. You you are going to be the whiny little bitches in the next great MMORPG, Ashes is going to take you like a, a month and a half to get to max level, probably, right? These people are going to fall out. They're going to be like, why is this game so hard? I'm like, homie, this is basic. This is what not pay to win and not pay to convenience looks like. This is actually normal. All that stuff that you like throwing your money at, right? All that stuff you like throwing your money at. <laughs> is literally the triple a experience that they've been force feeding you and you've been brainwashed into thinking is normal and a good time i want that awesome title i don't want to earn it can i give you 20 bucks for it no there is no No. there is no and that's another thing like uh if if we even had that possible right now we really kind of don't for most things but Seeing things in game and knowing that the person earned that, right? Like that person did X, Y, Z to get ABC, right? Like that is where it's at, man. That's that's where you just stand in town because you got some epic rare drop or whatever, and you're just like just chilling there. You're not AFK. You're not AFK. Chilling. You're you're at the computer watching people walk by and you know stopping at you and getting a screenshot or whatever. You know, uh, you know that's. That's that glorious moment where it's like, yeah, man, I did it. I'm so proud of myself, and I'm sh- I've got, I can show it to the world, like, what I've accomplished. Oh, man. And this is when I heard about this. Like, oh, I heard about this today, and I was like, oh, my gosh, dude. I just – I am actually kind of looking forward to when – and it's, this came, came turned into way more of an Ashes discussion for this show then but to be fair we rarely go into big ashes talks on the show we're usually talking about a lot of other stuff so it's kind of cool but dude i'm like actually low-key looking forward to seeing how many people that actually are going like i can't wait to do this 
just whine and complain and can't hang when they actually jump into something like ashes. They'll do it. A lot of people can do it live. That's going to be the oh, true. Okay. Last few things before we, we wind this one down. Okay. Nathan shared something recently, which I had actually seen this too. I believe it's Unreal Engine 4 uh, version of. I, I was wrong. It is Unreal Engine 5. I'm sorry. I was Wait, wrong. I, what? I thought it was. I thought it was 4 because he started with 4, but he's, this is what I have is completely in Unreal Engine 5. No way. Not the whole game, though. I did get to the end of the demo. You can demo that? Yeah, like, and it's freaking oh cool. Because there's one in 4 as well, but it's a different thing. It's a different thing, right? Holy the one I, that I had the link for and all that stuff. Um, you could play and, that? And I, yeah, and I oh, thought you had shit. to join his Patreon to try it, but that's not true either. Uh, you can literally just go download it. Um, it's really free. But if you want the updates when they come out immediately, you have to join his Patreon. So as he adds a new area that's complete or whatever. Uh, but right now, that free one is because I joined his Patreon. Because it's like, dude, is why wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Support. But it, what you can play for free right now is as far as he's gotten right now in Unreal Engine 5. But here's it's the fine. deal. Yeah. There's there's some, you know, like the controls, because you've you played Ocarina of Time so many times. Right. You're, you're going to notice, like, eh, it's not quite as tight as Nintendo. It's one guy. But, and there's a couple of things you'll be like, like Mido, remember him from, that's how I always pronounce his name, the little. I said it too, yeah. The little kind of uh, uh, bossy little guy in Kokiri Forest. He His face looks a little wonky, uh, right. but like. Soraya looks really Didn't it good. Kind of always though. <laughs> yeah, kinda, yeah. There's something though. You'll be like, yeah, Nintendo would never let that. Go. Oh really? Like that. <laughs> but dude, the 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 Deku uh, uh, tree dungeon is so cool, dude. Oh, it damn is, it, Nathan. It was magical playing, it. and you know you can play through this demo in a couple hours. Um, wow. And it was, I'll never forget. It. it was a magical moment to play one of my favorite games of all time with like just drop dead gorgeous drool out your mouth graphics it was so cool man damn it you know i don't have time to play a lot of games lately right you're telling me all this man (laughs) i just thought this guy was about to make some time damn it dude i'm glad i'm taking off in the near future in like july (laughs) i'm like i'm gonna take off and i'm gonna really dig into my first manuscript for my book yeah why what'd you do play the ue5 version of like (laughs) you're never gonna get the book done you fell you epic fell (laughs) no i won't do that to myself then at least now on the other hand it's a different story maybe i can swing it yeah it doesn't take long like there's not much further than that and you'll it'll tell you like this of the demo so it's it really is a demo you can just play it have a little fun and be excited about hopefully (sighs) nintendo doesn't we all know nintendo's gonna jerk that baby down so enjoy it while you can It's, it's a beautiful beautiful project that what I actually wish Breath of the Wild 2 could look like or any new Zelda game could look like in UE5, dear Lord, that would be an amazing. And you can play multiplayer. Oh, shit. You and we started on talking about that. Player. Could you imagine a Zelda MMORPG? That would be tough to pull off, but dude. Yeah, you can hop if you can like do like uh, two, three or four, I think, links at the same time, uh, which would be probably weird, but, you know, you can do it. Yeah, it's crazy. So do y'all, all all right, so we're going to hit on a couple things because we're going to wind this down shortly. But I saw this link for Dragon Age. It's going to be called Dreadwolf. You see that? Mm. Mm. Ooh, they've been hinting at that one for a while, too. And it looks like the details are starting to actually flow out now. I really enjoy Dragon Age games. I know we've talked about that one a lot here. Um, 
it does feel like a good year for gaming, doesn't it? It feels like it's been rolling really well. Like so well. Sure does. And I think we just had a little pause there because of the pandemic kind of put, you know, keep things up a little bit. But it feels like now everything's starting to flow again. So. And final topic, and there's some other things that we had down there. I'm going to keep them in geek for next week. But um, the Willow preview I saw recently. Yes. (sighs) Damn. I saw the I teaser. need to rewatch the original just to get myself I, psyched up for that. I love yes. that movie. And it's been so long. I, it's like it'll be like it's brand new again. And True. seeing that trailer, I'm like, oh my goodness. Looks good. It looks real good. Yeah, it does. It does look really good. It does not look like this fake ass shit that Amazon's putting out. Oh god. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like it's putting them kind of shame. <laughs> right. It's like I remember watching Willow and stuff, and this was like, oh, it's it just feels like here's what you get when when we've come far further in technology. Not what their powers looking like so far. This <laughs> our low budget indie film over here with like some, some some homies. Which if it was that was what that was, it would be pretty impressive. But it's right. Amazon. I like how we can. Come bring on, it's it roadkill chic, man. It's roadkill chic. Oh man, I'm. I'm. It's a good time, man. I, I'm glad that I mostly isolate and live in writing my own stuff, creating my own stuff, covering ashes, ranting on these shows, getting my little therapeutic moments, hanging out with my homies, and calling it good. It's a good time to do that these days, where you can just sort of like censor yourself and God, I'm just not gonna, not gonna pay too much attention to that, so I don't feel too triggered. But gentlemen. I know some of us got some stuff and things to do. It was good to catch up with y'all. We'll be doing the LFM podcast roughly every couple weeks at this time because Sim has got to keep it a little low-key for a while while he's sorting out some things. But we'll probably end up coming back to doing weekly at some point in the future, probably, I'd say probably after summertime. Um, Yeah, because I've been hard at work or hardly working, you choose. Gentlemen. Let you shout out your domains where people can find you when you're not on the show, Nathan Daedalus. Uh, yeah, you can find me on YouTube, the Nathan Napalm, uh, and uh, also on Twitter, the Nathan Napalm as well. And I'm full time now, so come check me out. I need your. Are you? <laughs> yes, you, you've actually flipped to full time. Yeah, definitely check him out. He's been yep. doing a lot of stuff, a lot more stuff on YouTube than he's been doing previously with working his day gig. May it rest in and peace. You can- Yep. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at the Ashen Herald and on YouTube, youtube.com slash C slash the Ashen Herald. Homies, it's been a lot of fun. Always a pleasure to hang with y'all and rant it out. All right. It's a very therapeutic time. It's always a good time. Really appreciate everybody who's here for the podcast live. Um, with that being said, we might be at the end of today's show, but we're always looking for more to join the party. Rants of plenty until next week. Nope. Two weeks. Live your best lives. Walk in the light. Have a great night, everybody. We'll see you for community night tomorrow. Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. Good night. rule. Just saying there's no one here <laughs> to tell me otherwise. <laughs> That's, great. Uh, That's right. Lexer. <laughs>